0: Hello, everybody. Hello. Eli here. Paul here. Cheap show. Do you want to be my friend? Time of day, week time, day time week. Look, give it give it more than 20 seconds before the... you talk talking shit. That's just once. shit. It, That's uh... what a happy morning, big week time person. It's just on this. Oh, bitch. You have You made me lose words out you of my mouth. Are, you are. Who's talking nonsense now? I do it who's out of frustration. now? All right. Fish song. Let's put this to bed. Let's put the fish song to bed right I don't think now, we should Paul. go back to fish song. No, but we, we, we did have to mention the... Origin of Fish Song has been the Spidey Fish Song. No, I don't have the information to hand. I said save it for the proper part of the show, not the cold open before the credits. This is okay. This is is just idle banter. No, no, actually, actually, I'm I need I'm unclear. I'm sorry. I apologise to you. What are you unclear about after six years? I'm unclear about the terms of the cold open. So I'm just going to pop upstairs because the HR guy Paul, he's really good at this. So can you just hold on a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every fucking time. Hello, come in. Hi. Oh hello hello, Eli, Eli. now this is the fourth time today you've been to HR. Well, this is important because I just was doing the cold open now and could you tell me what is required of me when I do the fucking cold open, what I'm allowed to fucking say and not say, what I'm allowed to say, boss man Paul, whip it, shall I just get my bum right out, winking, 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 winking. (laughs) <laughs> winking, winking, winking. Have you quite finished? What are the terms of the do you, fucking do cold you think open that's appropriate. Show me the cold open contract. Do you think it's appropriate for this behaviour and this tone to come into HR and start listing demands? I'm sorry I raised I'm my gonna voice. I'm going to have to obviously dock you again some pay for this month. Are you in charge of that as well? I am, unfortunately, yeah, because uh, Paul quit. So Paul came in to do the finance. And you're Paul, are you? Um, well, I'm the Paul who does the HR, but later on I'll be Paul for finance. Now, there's also CEO Paul, yeah. but he's not in at the moment. He's busy, but you can talk to Paul the secretary, and he can make a booking for Paul to see Paul if you want to see Paul later. I would all like right? to see Paul, yes, yes, for sure, yeah. And then you can go down and see Paul downstairs. I would to, like uh, I like downstairs Paul. Yeah. He's more sort of street. he's earthy, yeah. yeah he's street much more name. However, like, this Paul yeah. is going to send the note to the Paul in finance that says to dock your pay by. I'm going to say fifty percent. No, I just want to not, look. It doesn't matter. It's not about the money for me. Good. Okay. Then I'm going to dock all of it. Fine. Bye, Eli. Right, I'm, bye. No. I wanted the cold open. I've got. I a... want to know about. I'm not I'm going. I've got a, I'm got still a in meeting. the HR office. Well, bye. What do you mean, bye? I'm still here. Oh, hello. Oh, hello, Eli. It's Paul. Hi, Paul. I'm from finance. Oh, yeah. I've just got this note from Paul from HR saying to dock your pay. How he wrote that quickly. How did he send it to you? A fucking message tube, just, like out of just, Brazil or something. Wow. He's going... <laughs> See, I was on your side for a <laughs> minute now. Make, make the noise of one I was, of those. I was on Can your you make side the noise? for a second there. I was going to give you your money back, but if that's oh, your attitude, the that? then I'm just going to say to Paul in HR... I'd just that like to know what a- I'm allowed to say. I'm, is fish song out in cold open? Yes. Okay. That was Paul from Creative. All right, he's just stuck his head around. Yeah, let's do some marketing. I'm Paul from Creative. <laughs> Is that a cold open? This has been three minutes and 45 <laughs> seconds. It's meant to be about cold one enough? minute. Is that cold enough? And I open am for you. suitably chilled. All right, everyone, look out for the discussion of the Fish Shop song right after this. Thank you. <laughs> I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. Cheap show, you're gonna have to learn to fucking accept. Cheap show. off ramp ramp off off ramp brand-off. Cheap, show. It's the price of shite Silverman, welcome to Cheap Show. And I go and I nuzzle. It's Cheap Show time, the podcast that goes through the trash and detritus of the world and brings you the lovely things that we discover. A pin it. Oh, <laughs> the smugness I could, crept in a couple of I, words before you said the a it. It's like my brain doesn't like me to be confident. A ping it. <laughs> A pin it. Upon it. Upon it. Yeah. Welcome to the cheap Show. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Oh, we've done the music, have we? We've done the music. Now we can get on to covering some loose ends from last Let's week. Let's tie up the fish guts. So, that toy we found last week. Spider-Man. the Superman. <laughs> Fuck, Paul. It come is on. Spider-Man, though. It is know, Spider-Man, it is. isn't it? You're right, I've it's got Spider-Man. it here. You don't no, make me go get no, it. we can't do don't it. Don't make me get Spidey. Shh. It's a toy called Spidey. Yeah. And it had shit suites in, but it was mostly a disco-like with a bit of music slapped loop. on. Yeah. So, the episode goes out, and all ka people loved the Fish Shop song. Well... But we didn't really care about where it came from, but a lot of you listening did, so... you know what, Paul? Just to say, I did suspect it was some kind of pop thing. It sounded to me yeah. like, like uh, something like the Crazy Frog being the original example of it. You know what I mean? Just like a designed... An earworm designed in the studio by people. Sto- that's essentially what it is. Isn't from it? what I can piece together from Twitter, a lot of people are saying it's based on a reasonably well-known Japanese folk song that uh, sometime in the last, I don't know, 10-15 years, a CGI or anime cartoon character did a cover of that, and that's the version that they stole for this toy, which is called what? Hitume something or other? Hatsune Miku Levan Polka. Polka. Now a polka obviously is a European yes. dance. Old dance form, isn't it? Because someone else and that's that rhythm, yeah, but someone said it was a Polish folk song. It obviously is a very sort of folk song, and that's probably why we sort of hooked into a a sort of primal uh, folk rhythm for our fish shop sort of rendition. You probably you probably pulled that out as a sort of memory from from your past. You know, not that your past, the past of your peoples. They were fish, probably fish harvesting peoples. That you, 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 this folk archetype this rhythm awoken in you a deep primal fish relationship memory within your heart do you know what i mean and it Fuck came out <laughs> you twat it came out there's the fish, fish there's, love there's, of there's, fish i'm allergic to fish Ah, ah. 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 even then that's another level of self-denial what do you mean you deny self-denial. yourself fish for good medical reasons but the denial of the fish means you've got the negation of the fish within you awaiting the folk rhythm to to rattle it out, to rattle it out of you. Shut <laughs> up. I don't know why I said fish shop, but there's no deeper seated it's evil. A, it's an level old folk song. Something or other, and some anime cartoon character did a cover, and that cover was the one that was stolen for the toy. Do you think the people who made the toy bought the copyright for no. it? No. No. They probably, it's probably, it's, it's got a kind of ringtone feel to it, right? Yeah. So you can imagine it's one of those things that ended up on a kid's phone as a dumb app or it's a... I know, but it's funny how that's what happens with these things these days. Yeah. That they just end up on toys, like you make a pop it's record like, and, you know. It's almost as if art becomes sifted till it just becomes like these little you press. These tiny little it's loops. A, a, a get... reaction, a, a, a kind of social meme, it's emotional weird. kind of... Yeah. Slang it's putting a little emotion. meme. It's putting a meme into a toy. It's not a phone. It, or anything. It's, it's not as expensive. Your... It just puts it into the into this shit throwaway. But it just fires off something in your brain, which is terrible like, stuff. It's, it's weird. plastic. It's very weird how we've boiled things down to snatches and loops and samples, as as kind of like like soundboards and things like that. Well, which... that's what's happening with music because there's people coming through who are sort of pop stars from TikToks, and TikToks are 15 seconds max, yeah, aren't something they? Something like that. So I that's don't the know. song, whole I, song. I'm not doing that's TikTok. short for yeah. a song. So that's it, that's all. But it's it's it sounds no different than crazy frog, you know. It is like, has that what's the quality the way that it's p- uh, yeah. but, it's but it's the b- way b- b- the b- voice b- is sort of and treated and treated. And there's a yeah. d- 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 sound effect all the way through. Yes, which you can see it. it's catchy. Here's the thing though on that YouTube video that explained what the song was called, here's what they've put in the description. And obviously, it's a generational thing and they're speaking to a much younger crowd and audience. I don't know what the fuck's being said here, so it just says. Why am I doing this? Press CC button, bro. And if you don't know how to, go watch a tutorial. Don't forget where we are on YTB and shame on you. shamey <laughs> on you. <laughs> yeah. You don't know. And we are in 2019. Kiss, 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 kiss. I'm, I don't know, Paul. I'm... And there's, there's lyrics. And apparently, they've been translated, so no one knows if they're any good. But it goes, Does The sound of the up? poker drifted from a neighbor and set my feet a tapping. No, oh, Lever's mother had her eye on her daughter, but she never let her fool you know, because she's going to listen to mother say no. We're all busy dancing to and fro. Leather with the smiling and a fiddle was awaiting, and the people grunted, wished her luck, something like that. Thanks, Paul. That was all right, actually. Yeah. I don't think that quite scans, obviously, you know, there's a whole language barrier separate the translation, as we found with the Winky translation. That's, there you go, then. There, there, Let's put the fish song. The fish shop song, as it will always be known in our hearts. I'm gonna yeah. hear around these parts, mate. I've gotten the fish song to dig its own grave. I've taken it to the forest. Yeah. It's crying. It's going. Why? What have I done? I'm saying, I'm just the man who. Perhaps kills- it's running off, and I'm I'm lurking behind another tree. No, get back! Yeah, you get it. Boss says, get it. back. you can't. Yeah, you have you it. You've got it now. In the fish shop. <laughs> dig your grave, fish song. Should so I dig the grave, Paul? No, he has to fucking oh, dig his grave. D- yeah, sorry, you did- song. For dig your grave. Ooh, you. So he's digging his grave and he's crying, he's like, I've got a family and kids <laughs> <laughs> And we're like we're just doing our job, mate. And he like I'm and then not, he digs I've the, got, no, I'm and Then not. he digs a shallow I've got, grave. I've got a fucking grudge. And I stand behind him and he can hear the and then it's all over with a pull of a trigger. the The gunshot rings out loud. A few birds fly into the trees, and a sound effect is heard. And then the body slumps to the floor. The fish song is the floor dead. Isn't, doesn't he? No, I'm, we roll him in. I'm sick of this now, We roll Paul, him in. I'm sick of killing Eli, the fish. Eli, roll shot. that fish song oh, in, right. bi- in the grave. Sorry. He's no. a heavy bastard, bastard yeah. boss. Oh, I don't know if I can do it, boss. Oh, oh, oh. There it goes! And scene. <laughs> so welcome to the cheap show. Uh this week on the What's podcast, on the coming up on the show today, to the pool? we've got a lovely price of shite, and we have a rather interesting, we think, uh Spilverman's platters. <laughs> it's hot even hotter than last it's week. It's not actually it's a lot cooler than last sweaty. week. Can you see my liquid forehead from there? No. Behold, not, doesn't look, liquid it doesn't forehead. look too sweaty. To my eye, it, feel touch the forehead. No, you have permission. Touching, no, come on, you have permission. I don't want permission. To touch put it. your finger. Come on, put your finger. Put your finger on the head. Put your finger. Hello. Put your dab your fingertips on the old the old head. The liquid forehead. Poor. I dab my thumb upon your helmet. Come on, look. Come oh, on, your helmet. No. <laughs> oh, we got to rub I'll it demonstrate with this, mate. We're almost cigarette we paper. We look almost, at this. Come right. On. It's not that sticky. It's, it is stuck completely to my head, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. Yeah, but I could do as that. you can see. I bet your forehead isn't as wet as that. Oh, I know. I'm All handing right. him a rizzler. All right. Glue outwards so it doesn't. Uh, it's facing you. The glue. Yes. I Let my glue face you. <laughs> Please let the glue be me face wing. And now <laughs> I am slapping the paper upon me forehead. Upon pin me forehead. Yes. Ah! <laughs> no, you're failed. right. It's... Right. I'm sopping here, Paul. There's not can be no two words about it. Well, there's one. Sopping. What? What's another one? Wet, wet. Yeah. So there's, there's two it words least, for At it. least two words, words for it. <laughs> Shall we crack on? Yeah. Are oh, it the prize Is it the prize of shine? Are oh, it the prizes? It is the prize of shine. Are oh, it the prizes? And this is the prize of shine. And this is the prize of shine. And that's right. What the point, Dexter? No. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up! Why? That sounded like Scylla Black was doing it for a minute there. It was weird. It's like he turned it in surprise, surprise. With Poindexter. It's the real it's Ghostbusters Poindexter. and Poindexter's Slimer. Poindexter's here. Poin- he Why is Poindexter here for the Price of Shite segment, because which I didn't get to say, and that's right, because Poindexter, pulled focus. I put that as part of my new take on the the jingle, Paul. I put I incorporated the... Didn't consult me. I'm going to have to go speak to HR about this. Oh. Excuse me one second. Oh, God. Door sound effect. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Sit down. Thank you. Uh, so what are things... Oh, well, I'll just go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Come back from HR, you uh, coward. Yeah. What did they say? You know, I don't Nothing. get on with Paul at oh, HR. I know. He's a bit weird, Paul. He's a bit like... He's kind of like spiteful. Yeah. It's, weird. He's a cancer. I mean, I don't like him. Right. So, Pointexter, Paul, for, for you at home, maybe listening to the, this podcast for the first time... God, I'm sorry if you we are. Have, we have true... <laughs> We truly empathise and pity you. Yes. But on this game we're about to play, um, where we guess the price of tat, essentially, sourced from charity shops, usually, points are represented... They have the name, the label, Petwings. In our world, Paul. In our world. That's the thing. The thing is Petwings. And we're after those Petwings hardcore. It's not just a game for me and Paul. I'll tell you, the drama's really eating up. After I've wiped the floor while I played the special gamble rule last time. Oh. Yeah, oh, uh, I, I seem to remember dropped. you. He just dropped. Oh God, he didn't. dropped onto my crutch! (laughs) Not now! So here's the thing. Not now, Poindexter. Poindexter is our point-keeping security teddy, secure teddy, (laughs) who looks after the points. (laughs) There he is. So we can't dabble with them. He Uh, did fall onto my knob. Usually, uh, Eli and I sort out the price of shite, but because we have a PO box details at the end of the episode, uh, people have been very kindly sending in a price of shite of their own. So this week, we have a price of shite sent to us from... Lovely, bespoke... Price is This comes from Kim, and Kim says to Eli and Paul, enclosed is a price of shite, sourced for you from charity shops. Here are some clues to help you guess. One, one item was reduced multiple times, but was still overpriced. Two, one was part of a two-for-one offer, and therefore the cheapest item. And three, all items together came to a total of £6. All items together, total of £6. And there are... Like, one, two... There are five items. So what she's saying, two of those were a twofer, and we have to guess that as well. Are there extra betwings know. here? It's I, hard to, is there any betwing details coming I, I hope think so Paul? What they're I fucking saying, hope so. I think what they're saying is there's one item, but it was part of a two for one pound deal. So there isn't the second item in this deal. Two it's the one price. Pound. Yeah. So, so, so it was 50p. It could be so potentially two per two per two per wings there. What do you mean potentially? Well, it might be one, one was 50, one was 70p. But if you get them from a box, oh, I was see. Like, you know what I mean? It might have been well, something does, weird like how that. How does this person, sorry, what was their name? Kim. Kim. How does Kim know what the actual price of that item was then? I've got questions, Paul. Look, maybe the answers... I just want betwings. Maybe I've, the answers will be revealed. I just want the betwings, be you know, just want an opportunity to win petwings. Can I just say I also owned your ass at the last one. Well, did you? Yes, I wiped the floor with you with the Twins last time. Because, like, severely, as like, I got eight and you got three yeah. or something. all right, that's it. Yeah. So, mm. before you get on your little big cocky rock horse and ride it off into f- success certain set, how about you dial it down, okay. measure yourself, Sorry. and don't be too cocky. i just... This is a serious fucking game. All right. And you ride in, like, Bronco Bill riding <laughs> upon the Petwing uh, Rodeo. Just while you do this, Paul, while you say this, Yeah. I... Bronco Bill made me feel a bit of a up a twinge Conrad seems to have dropped somewhat (laughs) he doesn't drop. he's not called Conrad I fucked the name I fucked the name I called him Conrad because it says that on his shirt I'm sorry (laughs) Poindexter Poindexter. you misnamed him (laughs) okay Kim, let's see what Kim has to say and to Kim finish. also says, P.S., if you use this on your show, can you please give a shout out to my best friend, River? They love Cheap Show and introduced it to me via the necrotic leg hole story. Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, no, it's almost like fucking hell, isn't it? Yeah. yeah it's we... like actually putting your penis into a portion of hell. Yeah, no, we won't be giving a shout out to friend, River, because this is not fucking Steve right in the afternoon. So, oh! moving on. And then everyone starts tech writing in. Yeah, please don't... give a shout out to me, mum. No. It's her 50th birthday. We don't do that. She really he likes keith chegwin can you play swap shop no this isn't radio <laughs> one in the 80s right so thanks kim and we've got a sealed can i put those ceremonially after under the sweet sweet bot bot of poindexter there we go poindexter the points he's, keeping bear sat astride them with his powerful thighs great so, <laughs> let's move on uh, do you think i've oversexualized sexualized poindexter no all right good I'm ready to win some twings You've here, You've done Paul. much worse than over-sexualise them. You've draped them in your grizzly man fat for the sake I of... I have not. You are. Can have. we just... You know, we all joke around about how I have sex with that teddy. Dexter, but yeah. I don't. I haven't actually done the business you're lucky i don't have my uv lamp right now because it shows fuck all that's a scientifically discredited right first item It was invented by judd apatow is that what we're doing now first item. bits of judd apatow fucking movies first item i'm the 40 year old virgin say what you see (laughs) oh he's oh that's something very poor very poor indeed it's horrible plastic personalized key cover it is, however, mint on card. Poor, I think you'll agree. It's in very good condition for what it is, it's, which it's is still a plastic... in its card mounting. So I mean, how uh, grapes? You've, all... you've not you, you managed to describe <laughs> things, and yet at the end of your description, you're no better off knowing what it is you're holding. It's a... <laughs> tell people what it says on the thing, and then it describe says the thing. Personalized key cover, right? So it's a bit you of want plastic. To read the back, where simply undo the ring and slot your key. <laughs> Into the cover. <laughs> You'll never get your keys mixed up again. That's what it, it's an aid memoir to hood your key head so on. So your front door key looks a bit like your back door key on Stick this, this condom, key condom on key it. Key condom, rubber Johnny. And they will for your never key. stick the wrong key in the, in wrong, the wrong hole, hole again. again. No. You won't be accidentally slipping your key in the back door yeah. by accident. Oh, oh, oh. madam! <laughs> 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 so shall I open it? Uh yeah, i mean, no, I no, guess. I don't. I mean, I mean no. I'm wanna, gonna give it back. You get a, to it a so. photo of it in there. Yeah, we do that. And it'd be nice to give back to charity. Yeah, in that form, because I don't want it. I don't do want you, it. Paul? I don't. I I know all my keys. It says on it. I should say it has a sort of sign on it. It's like grapes, isn't it? It says they didn't have your name. I uh, so that's funny. They, oh, they, it's, it's meant to funny. say like it's Paul's a, it, grapes. It's, it's a humorous one. They didn't have your because name because your name's I don't know Xander. Yeah, and they don't have Xander, so the joke is here's one that doesn't have your name on. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Why don't you have it say front door or back door or something useful for, well, or window? It's going be funny, isn't it? Shed, it's car. It's bike. made by a company called H and, and H. H and H. No, H and, and H. H and H. And, H ampersand, ampersand, H. Really? I've given them a load of free pub lists. H and H. And H. H. No, H and, and H. H and, and H. H, and, and H. What <laughs> a fuck? I hate this. Much, we both oh, hate that item. You're guessing first. How List. many items are there? There's there are five, 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 and it comes to six, six quid pound. total. And she One of them is a two-for-one deal, so it's a cheap price. But we have no sort of clue as to this. Don't what know. part of the world the charity shops are, no. or anything like that no, in terms of details. we don't know any of its providence. Okay. No providence here. So, And I'm guessing first the first time, am I, this, this week? Am Just I, this time you're going okay. out the gate first, yes. I think that was probably... In the region of 75p. Mm. You going to keep with that before I write it down? I'd like to go up to 80. Do you want me to go 80? I want you to go 80, please. Right, I'm writing 80 down. I am going to go for 50p on the nose. He's going to undercut me there on the uh, key cover. I've got a horrible feeling. I don't know. Part of me wants to think that this is the item that was marked down a lot and was too expensive. My gut says it, but I just oh. don't know. We can go back, can't we? We can always go back. We can always reevaluate until we get to the end. Okay. Next item. Next item. Item number two. Chonga bonga. Hand it to me, please, Paul. I don't know. I'm just uh, pulling them out. This me. A small. Oh, it's a little box. Card box, and it says on the front, the dapper chap, Spin Doctor Yo Yo. Not the first yo yo we've had on the show, Paul. Oh, it's a yo yo. It's a yo yo. I'm opening it. It's mint. Mint on card. The it's box... not mint on card. It's a slightly tatty well, box. Uh, well, it's it's mint in bag. And it still has its bag. It's, it's cellophane true is And it... it's a nice finish on this actually, metallic finish. Let's have a little look, sorry. It's like a aluminium. Oh, it is. It's like a tin. tin tin finish. Like um it's trying to be sort of steampunk, for want of a better guess. word, isn't it? The the all the writing is ye old, not ye oldy, but that sort of, turn well, the of century. barbershop aesthetic, isn't it? Yes. No it feels like a nice quality item, it's got a nice weight to Can it. Can I have a little feel? Yeah. Yeah, it does actually. It it's does nice, feel it's a like nice metal um, yo-yo. I can't do yo-yos at Shall all. So I give it a go. Yeah, go see. for it. I can. I've never, in all my years, been able to make a yo-yo work. I can't fathom it. It's strange because you see all the people do it, and it, I, I get the process involved in making it backspin so it comes back up the string. But he- can't do it. Here he goes. Oh, he gets one and a half, and it's all over already. Now he's just pulling a yo-yo along the ground. No. It's hard though, isn't it? It's like a. Okay, I'm gonna. Wind he's gonna it. work it up. I'm winding it. He's winding it up. up. Don't dip, dunk, baby, winded winded up baby. Wind it up. Don't dip, baby. Wind it up. Dip, dip, up baby. Wind it up. I've wound it up. I think that was Jerry Hallowell's song. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, that was successful. Oh, you didn't it's quite hard grab to control, it. Control, man. Yeah, there you go. There you go. But you, sh- but you see people doing it with just a flick ooh, of the wrist. Ooh, I was it's good, that, yeah. Yeah, you like it's it. It's not as good as that other yo-yo we had. It, it's Which one? On the lights? Yeah. That was a long it time ago. Doesn't feel as easy to do. But, you know, it looks nice. It looks well-made. How much? Yeah, uh, I'll guess how much the price is, so... I'm going to say, oh god, this is tricky because this is going to be really expensive. What are yo-yo prices? Because there's no order. Item. We don't know the order of these in terms of cheapest to most expensive. No, so we're in the dark. That's what I mean. And we don't know anything. We could both be petwingless. I'm going to say, oh, I'm going to say one pound one twenty 120 for this, which I agree is a strange price. But I'm trying to see if I can go twenty-five p either way with the, the one fifty. What? I'm saying one fifty. One fifty. Right. Next that was item. Figure I had in my mind. Nice little item. To be fair, it's a good looking yo-yo. Yeah, it's just a yo-yo, isn't it? It's just a yo-yo. But definitely nicer. Nice of the two items so far. Definitely. Yeah. Here we go. Next card. Here we go for you. Oh, what is is, it? is Monopoly Deal, which presumably is a Monopoly game. Yeah. A card game, Transformers edition. So, so it's, they've reskinned some kind of Monopoly card game. With transformers, and it has a picture of Optimus Prime in his robot form. Yes, in his generation one version or something. I don't know. I don't know. Is it oh, it's sealed? It's not been it's opened. New mint on card, mate. So how does how does Monopoly as a card game work? Is it kind of like Uno, or has it got like kind of poker rules? But it's just got oh, all God. these rules seem to be in Japanese. Yes, they are. Yeah, these are uh, as the it Japanese meant to be. Item. No, it doesn't look Japanese because it's got English on the back. Oh, there's a sticker on the back. 2016 Hasbro. Number of robots, one, attack value, frenzy. It's manufactured in France. But I don't understand how it's Monopoly. Do you? No. Oh, the instructions. They're all in Japanese. Oh, they are in Japanese. And it looks really fucking complicated. But Paul, you remember that? There's. You've got that Monopoly Speed. Which is a card game, isn't it? No. Monopoly Speed is a board game. And it says you can play this in 10 minutes and you get a timer and it beeps every couple of minutes okay. to tell you how to move the game on. Okay. But effectively, it's basically, as, uh, the way to play is everyone plays Monopoly at once, going around the board and buying what they can until the timer rings. And then after that, you get to swap and do whatever and yeah. buy things. And then you do it again. You race around the board. And, so everyone's playing the game at the same time and grabbing cards. And when it's all over, you rack up what you've got. Okay. I've spotted a Monopoly card game in the local Tesco. They've right. got, they're selling it now in Britain, a Monopoly card game. So presumably it's the same as it's called, I think it is called Monopoly Deal. It just seems like yeah. it's got very little to do with Monopoly other than some vague colour coordination and iconic kind of iconography, sorry, of the Monopoly art. Because looking at this. In ja- oh no, it's on English on the back. Ah, there uh, you go. Let's have a let's have a listen. Monopoly Deal Transformers is all about collecting sets of robots and stealing from your opponents. Use action cards to attack with the robots, swap cards, demand energon, and lots more. Make has- sure you put a lot of energon into your personal stores, or the players will steal from you too. Collect Autobots, Decepticons, robot cities, and planets. I've got a question, Paul. Can I be the top hat? No, <laughs> exactly. There's How no- is that Monopoly? It's not. It doesn't it's even fucking- seem. It's got nothing like to do Monopoly. with Monopoly at all. It's just a card trading game. Cause I did see that Hasbro have just released a bunch of board games called mashups. So, for example, they've got one which is half perfection and half operation. Okay. Which one's what's perfection? Perfection's the one where you've got like a grid full of shapes and you you press the thing down and you've got to get all the shapes in before the timer pops the tray okay. up. Okay, is that a famous game? Was it's, that in the 80s? Yeah, that's an MB games back from oh, 70s, okay. 80s. So that kind of works. You've got to put the operation things in with tweezers before the timer pops the tray up. There's also a Guess Who Cluedo mashup. And ah. then there's, I think it's Monopoly no, and Game of Life that. mashup. Surely we should do that on the show, the Guess well, Who Cluedo mashup. they're not cheap, mashup. though. They're no, not cheap. They're going to start turning up in charity shops. Maybe. But right now, there's a Hasbro mashup. so They take two board games are they, and they mash up. Are they doing a sort of scarcity marketing? No, there was loads it? in that Smiths so I will, went to the other day. So they'll turn up, won't they? They'll turn Monopoly up. and Jenga was the other one. And yeah. Game of Life oh, and that sounds, Sorry was the other one. We have to do these. We should you going to keep them for your own channel? Maybe, but I haven't made a I video on that for months. We, we could play them. Uh, anyway, Monopoly deal. Complicated, but someone might like it. I can't fathom it. Now, well, how much do you think I this costs? I have to guess first, which allows me to speculate, Paul. And yes. Kim mentioned that... One was overpriced. And kept being taken down. Down, but was too expensive. But was still too expensive. I have a feeling yeah. someone working in a charity shop go, oh, they're all there into that these days, these sort of retro, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And overpriced it. Do you know what I'm getting at? Yeah. you know what I'm getting at with that? So that could be the most expensive yeah, because it be. was still overpriced. There's no indication of which is the most expensive. No, that one. That's not going to be part of a twofer. So how much That's do you think sure. it is? Mm. I'm really lost in the weeds on this one. I'll be honest with you. Three. I think it's two pounds sixty. I'll go two sixty. Yeah. I was going to go two pound on the nose. Okay. I'm going to stick with that. All right. As we go on to our fourth penultimate item. Quite a nice selection. Classic selection of uh, price of shite oh, items so nice. far. Nice. Now, we have a comedy classics hardback book, Morkham and Wise. They're funny. It's jokes, one-liners and sketches. Allow me, Paul. Now, these books, I always kind of hate their existence because they take things that you like from Morecambe and Wise out of context and just slap it in a book randomly. So you miss the nuance of the scene and the character and the delivery. It's just like, remember that line where he goes, you're not going to sell many ice creams going that speed? Now, see if you can guess the punchline to this joke. All right. I'll be earning. Now, for the record, Cheap Show loves Morecambe and Wise, and we're not taking the piss, but it's just one of the things about these books I don't like. See if you can see. Go on. So I'm Ernie. You'll reply with the punchline as Eric. Okay? Yeah. Can you telephone from an aeroplane? I can telephone from any vehicle. Yes. Is so, it? Sort of. Everyone can telephone from an aeroplane, can't they? Yeah. All right, good. All no. right. This, I don't, I'm I think... as funny as Eddie Brown, writer <laughs> of Morecambe and Wise. No. Oh, he's not going to sell many ice creams going at that speed. Now, Still a great would, guy. Now, who does it say? Does it actually say... It says their funniest one-liners. No, it'll just sketches. be from stuff taken from their like TV so no, show. And... So the people who wrote this material for them will not be well, getting anything Largely, it's going to be, I would say, a lot of it will be Eddie Braben's material from when he started working it gets with paid, I don't because... know. They always turn up in the works and things, don't they? It's stocking filler type. Grandad loved book in Wise. Toilet. Yeah, put him in the toilets. And then it's just broken up into all the little lines. Uh, so when Granddad goes and has a difficult movement, at least he'll be able to reminisce about watching ITV in 1975. Yeah, well, they, they weren't on ITV in the 70s. They oh, didn't move to wow. the uh, oh, late 70s, wow. early 80s, so whatever. Oh, wow! Nerd alert! Morgan Wise, if you don't know, if you're an international listener, is a much-loved comedy double act that was on the BBC and were genuinely fantastic. Can I just say something? still love them. Can I say something? You're going to say their shit. I'm not going to say their shit, Paul, but I didn't care for it. Fine. I don't care for them. Fine. You can see that they're very good, at what, good at what they do and it never really connected with you doesn't fine in my funny I get, bone i have I, to admit that do you I, know what I, I mean? i'll put that on the table all right here's something that's just annoyed me off the buck off the back of the book off the front of the book <laughs> in the book <laughs> ping so, the book so it says here introduction and it says ernie and eric like it's a script and it's like hello welcome to the book well no they're dead so who's writing these lines oh that's awful it's sort of a comedic dead sea scrolls Ernie, I would like to thank you for the money Eric, they may not be buying it. it, might just be flicking through the pages Looking for the juicy bits Like, who is putting the words in their mouths yeah. of this? I don't like this It's all a bit ghoulish, isn't it There is a section by Eddie Brabham here Maybe So maybe he wrote these bits yeah. For the book most important part of any show that we did was the opening spot. It set the standard for the rest of the comedy content. Either it provided a confidence booster for Eric or Ernie, or it left them more than a little apprehensive. If it didn't work, I could be found quaking in the corridor outside the studio. Showbiz anecdote. Yeah, but and then he goes on to you know talk about the ideas they came up with and some of the sketches and things like that. So you know, it's, it's not a terrible co- thing, but I'm not. Into it, but if personally. you're a comedy fan, then yeah, maybe it's nice to see and have and reminisce, but it's kind of useless. Yes. At least it can be recycled, I guess. I like Morgan Wise, but I wouldn't want to buy this. Uh a, a guy called Louis Barth, who is a comedy historian and writer, has recently written a book on Morgan Wise. And if it's based on quality of his other books, it's very good. So check yeah. that out. It's like that's not the best way that Morecambe and Wise quips on the page. Like don't, you started this don't. whole discussion with that point, so I'm not gonna make it. No, again. but it's true, it doesn't yeah. translate, it's more for you to go. yeah i remember that yeah right so how much do you think the uh morecambe and wise book is i'll go first this time i'm just gonna say a quid that looks like a quid we've got one more item to go haven't we paul yeah i'm gonna say a quid and what am i can you tell me my prices so far please three items that's the fourth you've said atp 150 and 250 uh, so that's what, three, four pounds eighty. 50p, I'll say for that. You're going to say 50p. Right. And the final item, oh, it's another book. I can say, tell you that. He's handing it to me. This is a spam cookbook. This is a nice thing now. Already <laughs> I'm into this, Paul. This is nice. Eli up. another hardback, nice cover, beautiful colour dust jacket. Yeah. With a vintage spam ham uh, portrayed on the. I cover. think everyone knows what spam is, but if you don't, it's a kind of what? And- what would you call spam? It's It's luncheon meat, isn't it? It's um it's a mixture of pork and ham, hence the name. Spam. And they Fam. grind it up and then churn it out of a pipe and then you turn it into like my mum would use it for corned beef hash, you know, where you she'd mash it up and then put it into mashed potato and stir it round. That, and I f- love that. Yeah, I didn't like you it. You didn't like it? You know, is, I found Quite it. That. I found it spam. haunting it is sort of uh, austerity food and it was became yeah. extremely popular didn't it after the second world war i believe and That's probably po- python and it and in via python it is the origin of the word spam for unwanted email correspondence oh yeah isn't it i forgot about that uh, which is strange you forget about the relation between between those kind of things because monty python have one of the most famous sketches about spam which is about sort of a working-class cafe yeah. where they all eat Spam, which was probably quite real thing in post-war Britain. Do you know what I mean? But, but it, then the Vikings start singing Spam. But then a computer nerd who was um, programming in the yeah. 80s named it Spam after that sketch from Python. So what's in the book then? Just recipes of how to use Spam? Yeah, great. I made some Spam fritters uh, recently. Yeah? Oh. So what, just a slice of Spam in a frying pan and then you no, flip you it like bread bacon? Crumbs. Oh, yeah. Proper, oh. like proper batter and get it crispy. Yeah. And then the spam meat is re- oh. when it's really warm through. Oh, yeah. It's nice and soft, very S- salty. Bam. That. Ooh, spam. Oh, spam. Don't start singing the Christchurch song. I <laughs> <That> was gonna. <laughs> now, oh, it's got a bit about the history of spam. Here's some spam fams. Spam fams. Spam. Spam family. <laughs> it is a spam family. Oh, yeah, it is. And it's he's, a he's motioning towards his spam javelin. <laughs> They're all overweight. Spam, uh, mam, come here for spam, dad. Oh, some vintage. There's not a lot of uh, recipes. Oh no, because it's doing the history, so fair enough. It's a cookbook. You've no, got this pa- cookbook. Yeah, because they had to pad it out when they came up with four recipes. Like wartime put it in. memories, wartime America. It's it's strangely one of the Western foods that's really big in Japan. Is it? Yeah, huge in Japan. Spam fritters. You can get it in like their McDonald's or whatever. Do they see it in the They'll same do, they way? Do they do a see... spam burger in their McDonald's or something. Do they see it in the same way? They kind of culturally see KFC, which is kind of like an oddity from the West that they've totally. Yeah. But they do that all the time. Things like the curry, you know, katsu curry, which is hugely popular yeah. in Japan and other places. That's from Indian curry. They've taken that from Indian curry and ramen noodles. Their whole noodle culture is from Chinese. It's from Chinese noodles. Find the so... recipe because I'm already getting bored talking about spam. Japanese, their food, their take on food is delicious. All right, that's what I just, that's what I think. There's a spam mug. Alright, like, there's sandwiches, breakfast special, sliced spam, scrambled egg, scrambled egg, sliced tomatoes and watercress sprigs. Like the sound of that? Pump? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just move on. Oriental treats. So here me. we go. Spam. Mix, mix spam. mashed spam. Ooh. Listen to this, mate. This is good. <sighs> mix mashed spam with a little crushed, then chopped lemongrass, chopped coriander. And a sprinkling of desiccated coconut. Woo! Few drops of soy sauce. Bean sprouts or bok choy. I'm doing that. Spam 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 a spam 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 a spam spam spam. Put your dick in spam. Get your spam out, get your cock, stick it in like a tard as rock. Put your spam around your cock and bit hot. Spam spa's come in your spam. Spam spam come on your spam. Fuck you. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Fuck you, spam, spam. Spam 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 spam. Fish spam spot show, oh, fish we spam weren't going to do man. it. Spam yeah, damn you. Oh, it's run out of battery. Yay. Thank it's dead. for that. It came back from beyond the grave. Paul, I'm putting this away now. Yeah. I, did you see the self-control I had there? Yeah. When you were doing the spam thing. I didn't go. <laughs> I didn't start saying spam, we got to just move on. Spam, spam, Fish spam. Fish spam. No, fish I didn't spam. say fish spam. It's fish spam, fish spam, I didn't spam. say it. Fish <laughs> spam, fish <laughs> spam, fish <laughs> spam. Fish <laughs> spam fish Fish spam. Spam What's price. Come on, book. mate. How much do you want to <laughs> save for the spam fucking book? Oh. Oh. Spam ghoulish. Is it I'm I first on the spam book? Yes, you are with 70p. This one. 70p. 70p, he says. Now, what have I got so far? 50, 120. I got one, two, three, four. So four. You're just gonna 50. top it up to six quid and see what fits. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say one twenty-five. One twenty-five. Just to kind of split the whole thing. Well. It's time for the petwings to ring out. Poindex is sitting betwixt them his thighs. The petwingeth lies. And I, my, my wingeth, I take the petwingeth. I'm ready to receive a petwingeth. Fucking hell. <laughs> I'm ready, Paul. I'm These ready. segments would be so much shorter. If I didn't go wingeth yeah. and swingeth. And then fuck a teddy bear in before I'm my eyes. Fuck him, he's sitting there. There's no contact. He's just in the Crotchal area. Right, right, you're in charge of revealing the scores, and I will read out the results that I have written down here. You have written all of the price guesses down, Paul. Now it's a nice hated... sealed envelope. There's no way I could have gotten in no, and tampered it's quite, with it. It's quite well sealed. I'm going to rip the flap at the top. Oh no, that's not. I even... tell you what. No, I've, I've got it. Yeah. Like ripping nice clean rip against a the nice tape line. Nice simple port. tear along the top of the envelope. Nice along the tape line. Nicely, it's nicely done. secured tape. Yeah, wrapped. All around. All look at that. Uh nice sipping papery open. Papery opening. Get your fingers in. I'm having a little huff of the lovely Sorry, Kim. It's like a clean world of envelopes. Also, look, Kim did two pictures picture of us. Oh smell that envelope, man.
1: So I smell Smell that envelope. Kim's envelope.
0: Smells like your fucking sweaty face. Look, here's a picture of Eli and Paul. I know, that's that's good, dawn. isn't it? Yeah, he's got the height is actually more accurate on that one. Yeah, uh, pictures accompanying this episode will be on our website, thecheapshot.co.uk. This is written on very cute paper with a little. Yeah, don't show me the answers. Just get rid of, it. get on with it. Right, what do we have first? What was our first item? This Won't you go match by up, the list. It? You go by the list, and I'll just match really? it here. Yeah, you go by. Okay, what so the, the first is. one I have on this list. Yeah, I don't like the look of this already. Oh God. Oh, uh, I'm wrong. There go, my pet swings. <laughs> Transformers cards. Uh, okay, yeah. I said two pound, you said two fifty. One pound. Oh, uh, whack, wow. Next on the list. See, no this betwings- is the fundamental flaw. When we don't know the order of the items, it gives, it throws our parameters. I off. know. I said this could be a betweenless game. Yeah, I don't I'm not think it's ever to. happened, but it could be one. It, uh, certainly across the board, a blank betweenless. What happens if no betweens? I don't know. Me and Poindexter have to go discuss it in the other room. Yes, you can discuss it with Paul and HR. Uh, next on the list, Paul, is the yo-yo. Right. I said one twenty. You said one fifty. Don't worry about any of that, people, because the price of the yo-yo was one pound fifty. Yo, on the nose! Dingy ding Two between. Eli. Eli's rushing into the lead, and I'm not. Ooh, okay, I'm liking where this is going. All of a sudden, Paul. Great. Turn the corner there. The roller coaster of Eli's engagement emotions goes up and down based on how successful he thinks he is at any one moment in time. Key holder is the next item, Paul. Key holder. Holder was our first item. We both hated that. You said 80p. I said 50p. It was a pound. Oh, which means I get, get one per twing. How many did you get there, Paul? I've got none. None, okay. None. None per twing. Right. You're going to get doughnutted. Next are. item is what? Spam cookbook. You said, sounds like a euphemism so much. Oh, she came home the other day. She was all horny. And she fucking pulled my pants down and gave me a spam cookbook. <laughs> you know, fuck, couldn't walk for a week. <laughs> nice. Right. So, spam, you said 70p. I said 125. Two pounds for the spam cookbook. Fuck, I bet that was the expensive one. Yeah. So, uh, Morecambe and Wise book. Wise, well, I can tell you, part of the two-for-one offer. Right, so I the said... The and Wise book. I'm out, then I said a quid and you said 50p. And our survey says, Paul, Yeah. 50p it was. There we go. What a... Between, between, where's the big mouth now, Paul? I didn't have a big mouth. You did about winning last week's no. episode yeah, and how you a... should shut up, Eli, or something like that. Is that what you said? Don't be taking betwings off just because I'm having a go now. Either I'm just counting how now many betwings you got. I would like to got. see your workings. I can. I'm just Coin Dexter would like to see the workings. I was just going to count up how many betwings you got and give the number of betwings accordingly. What you? What are you doing here? What you got six and I got nothing. How am I even? F- if I, I am six? fixing it, did right? I only got five? Didn't I? No, hang on. Let's have a look. You got. I got two on the nose and one within. One, two, three, 20... Yeah, key. You were out by. 25p, but you still got it. So that's one. Yo-Yo 150 on the nose. Yeah, that's did Didn't get Monopoly at all. You got two on the nose for the Malcolm and Wise. That's, so that's five. five. And then you got 70p for spam because the book was a quid. No. No, I didn't. Oh, no, you see, don't See, I've got what? five. I've got five. Five, then. Still good. Okay, still see, good. See, I'm an honest yeah. chap. Yeah. You tried to give me a petwing I didn't earn. There, I know, okay. but it's all right. It's a- I don't take no charity betwings. yeah, Paul? They're all mine. I don't take charity betwings from the math mind of you. And I want my betwings. Okay. I've been through this shit with you. You humiliating me. I want proper petwings now, right. and I don't want. Don't, I'm not I handing to Poindexter you, to, to you because I'm going to do something special. We're going to give you a petwing festival. Is it like a ham cookbook? <laughs> this is spam cookbook. Petwing <laughs> festival. No, actually. Oh, shut up! Whatever you do, it's not going to point extra. And I have an announcement. <laughs> We've been seeing each other and giving oh. each other points behind your back. You scored no he, points. He's twins. been rubbing. Oh, look. Look at this. Oh, look I what he's doing. I don't will share him in. around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you dirty point <laughs> He is. He's oh, a very dirty man. I'm just going to put him upon yeah, my tip. Yeah, I know. And likes i Yeah, he likes that. Yeah. I'm likes push that. Him in. Is, are you lactating? Because yeah. he likes it when you do. I'm not lacking anything, mate. Milky, milky suck, suck, he says. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing it. He's yeah. upside down upon my teetie's in for uh, such a milky treat. Small point, Dexter? What fun you bring <laughs> right. when I have to say, patwing, patwing. Patwing, patwing, patwing. Thank you very much. So there you go. Special, special thanks to Kim as well. What a lovely, thank you, Kim, so much. I Some really enjoyed items that. lovely I really enjoyed that. We learnt about Hasbro's spider-like And we learnt a bit more about On spam. the whole world of culture. And spam. Right, bye, everyone. That's that <laughs> segment not- done. <laughs> bye. Hello, welcome to the section of the show I like to call Silverman's Platters. And we have to go to HR of... We spoke about this, yeah? Well, it's just got set the mood for I don't like a laid-back kind of sound. I don't, I don't want, want your your bow, chicka, chicka, wow wow mouth you the It's bow, one of your chicka, mouth noises, chicka, wow, isn't it? Chicka, wow, wow Why chicka, wow, wow, don't you go... Like that. I won't, <laughs> I won't do it just because <laughs> you tell me to. I won't. I'm, I'm going to do it. Oh, Come on, kiss it. my ring off. Chodney, Chodney ring off. Chodney. <laughs> I was trying to make your section better, and you've just gone to the Chodney ring off. Chodney ring means- off. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome to Silverman's Platters. It's a little yes. part of the show where we look at weird and wonderful discs. That we find in charity shops. That we find in charity shops du jour. Now... There is a patron saint of this uh, segment. Oh, I need to talk to you about that. I know he's the unofficial patron saint. I know, but there's a problem. So he's no longer willing to be associated with Cheap Show because of certain allegations he's heard about you from HR. So there's been a number of complaints, and he's not comfortable being associated with a segment with a a podcaster who has a string of grievances and a a, a string of problems and things that have been brought up. A string of problems. Yeah, so... He's not comfortable Imagine, being a patron right, saint anymore. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, just do me this favour. I'll say going over to the patron saint of the podcast, Clyde McFatter, and then you read the email out, yeah? Okay? All right. All right? I'm, All right. I've pinged it to you, yeah? All right. Ping. Ping. <laughs> Door sound effect. <laughs> Right. Oh yeah, I've got and, it. I've and got now, it. and quickly, before we get on with Silverman's platters this week, because we've got a corker. Let me tell you, I have just got to go over. You have to do it. It's it's in me contract. I've got to go over to the patron saint of this segment. Yes, that's right. It's Clyde McFatter. Are you there, Clyde? I, Clive McRatic, no longer be associated with the Cheap Show podcast due to the ongoing investigation by the HR department into the performance of Eli J. Silverman. Although it has been my pleasure to welcome these singles into the world, I can now, however, not put my name to this scene or this segment of the show due to its ongoing litigious manner. Thank you for supporting me so far. God bless and... <laughs> I can't do it because I'm smiling Now I put it to you, Paul, that you didn't really read his email there and you made it's that one, up It's the one you sent to me Welcome to the show, everybody Eliza a cunt <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you It goes without saying, but I like saying it Right, Clyde so will be back. we have two singles today, what do you want to start with? We are starting with The Commentators and Nut n 19 Not Out And it sounds like this... they fought the most disastrous series in test history they fought the most disastrous series in test history in 1984, the Test Series against the West Indies seemed like just another rubber, but it wasn't. It was different in many ways, and so were those who did the betting. In 1933, the England captain's average was 35. In 1984, it was 19. No, 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 19. 19. no, 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 no 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. Mm. And the heaviest defeat of the series ended at Old Trafford today, with beaten by an innings runs. Now, a lot of you may be thinking, ah, sounds familiar. Why? Because it is a cash-in novelty record. And released the same month as the huge hit "Paul Hardcastle 19." Here's interesting about the song. So yes, it was based. It's a cover of Hardcastle's 19, but it came out while it was still at number one. So this charted at number s- what was it? Well, we've, we don't know. This charted at thirteen, I believe. Yes, 13. 13. <laughs> not not no, no, nineteen, which would have been fun. Nineteen went straight to number one, didn't it? But it would have been going out of the charts. It left the charts the week after this came out. Well, it certainly out. wasn't at number one. So, so it, was, it wouldn't have it been number. It must have gone down the charts. Nineteen yeah. it was it? Nineteen was at number one for five weeks. Five nineteen weeks. one four, nineteen one five. Sorry. 19, one, 5. Number 19 in 85, 1, 5. Do you see the connection? <laughs> Do you see the conspiracy? There's no such thing as COVID. Right. Okay. They changed okay. the sky to high def. Okay. right. Now. 19, Paul Hardcastle, was a famous song. Why? A lot of reasons, Paul. It was a huge hit. It was one of the very early uses of voice sampling, really, or, sort of, spoken word style sample. Do you know what I mean? It like, was certainly unique in terms of it wasn't so much sampling as it was with dropping sound bites into a kind of tone piece. Yes, and using the technique, which I think was associated with MIDI sampling equipment, where right. you could go, no, 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 no. You could do a little bit. Oh, you could pl- put it on your keyboard and yeah. just play it like a note. No, 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 and not have to play, release the whole sample. So yeah. you could do that. And that was used extensively by people like Arthur Baker. Right. Uh, who did arthur baker who did uh freezes a e i o u a e that a e i o u i sometimes cry i sometimes cry i do cry a Hey-o. Hey-o. You know, hey-o-ay-o. Hey-o-ay-o. Oh, I sometimes cry. I fucking got oh, weeping babe. asshole problem, juicing oh. coming out, stingy, stingy, rusty water, booby, booby. <laughs> My fucking pre should not be brown, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I've got <laughs> terrible seepage from the bum hole. <laughs> How did we it's get there? <laughs> How did we get there? Sorry. So, yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing I didn't know about this. One, it was an Ivor Novello songwriter- award winner thing. What 19 was. Yeah. Yes. Because it was, it was quite a fantastic new piece. Of, it was a breakthrough. To, and to get to number one's quite unique for a song like that as well. And famously, it became, I think another reason why it's remembered and it's sort of got its status, it became the theme music when they were counting down the music on Top No, of the it boss. wasn't. The Paul Cast- Hardcastle song was called "The Wizard." Oh, I was another Paul. That was an- that was yeah. one of his follow-up records. But okay, he sorry. plays yeah. with MIDI and electronic. It's a similar sounds. tune. Sorry yeah. for making that mistake. I'm no, surprised I caught you on that. Yeah, but- you caught me. Thanks for uh, catching me. But thank you. But do you know what I mean? It's I don't know. It was designed for the early video era because there's no artist. No, it's one of the first songs where it's just like there's you know it's Paul Hardcastle. You never see him. No, the video is just sort of uh, footage from uh vietnam war stuff because that's wasn't what the it? song's about about how the average age of a soldier in vietnam was 19. Was 19 and it's odd because it came out long time after vietnam so to bring it up and make a commentary of it was this was it something going on at the time was it like falklands or something i think related? i saw an interview with him once and he was like yeah it is i saw a documentary and it really i blew made a my song mind. about it yeah Fair enough. And there is a vocal. There's a female vocal on it. So that was an that's an actual song bit, isn't it? Yes. Whose average age was 19? But it's taken from like sound clips and t- news reports and things like that, and then sampled the played out. Yes. And the actual the famous sample bit the n- the n- n- 19 is yeah. the voiceover guy is the is the voice sample. Yeah. Yes. Here's the biggest fact that blew my mind though about this song. Who out of all the DJs working in the UK at that time, which Champion is 1983? No, sorry, was it 85? Sorry. Uh, championed it who do you think was the uh, is it dj the way you're looking at me with it's that not Noel. Look. I won't it's not no cheeky look I won't, as if it's someone I wouldn't expect to champion yes. dance music someone yes. you wouldn't associate with dance music right? yes um so get rid of John Peel get rid of like even like Noel Edmonds you know who would have been past his prime and moved on to other projects by then anyway who do you think it would be who was a big like ringer of music in those eras Steve Wright no Everett? No. Everett but was, Everett was dead by then. No, Everett was alive. But I'm just saying When did Ed- Everett pass? Uh, like mid to late 80s or oh, maybe early 90s. God, I should know that. Mayo? No. I'm Hold gonna... the Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> Ixnay on the a like I just tell you? Yeah. Tony Blackburn. I was going to say Blackburn. That was the who came to mind first. Yeah. But I, see, you know what put me off is you said he wasn't associated with dance music, but he was... Famously, yeah, but his song was a big Northern Soul hit. Wasn't Northern it? Soul is not, hit, is not this, no, though, so it's not him to this genre. Go- absolutely. This is electronic dance music, yeah. essentially, isn't it? But we're not here to talk about Paul Hardcastle's 19. We're talking about the first breakthrough of Rory Bremner, who's a very renowned impersonator. Comedian, actor, impersonator, yeah. Uh, but this was his first thing, apparently. Well, certainly it was the thing that broke him into the mainstream. He might have been doing bits and bobs, like circuit work or whatever. Of course. But yeah. This made people realise who he was. And for a longest this time, Rory Bremner, as an act, was associated with cricket comedy. That must have been his, what he did in the clubs early, getting breaking through, maybe. Because 19, in this instance, refers to how bad England did during a cricket match that year because their average was 19 or whatever the yes. reference is. And they thought, that's clever, isn't it? 19, like the song about teenagers dying in Vietnam. Let's make a cover of that. And they're kind of cashing in, aren't they? So I yeah. wonder who conceived of this. But it was a hit to get to 13. Got, uh, in that era in Britain, it's was, good. you were selling units. And in, in fact, there were two of them in the charity shop. We picked this up, weren't there, Paul? Yeah. Two yeah, identical ones. Why? Weird. That just happens. You get the job lots because no Do one you think wants it's this. Do you think a DJ had it? It was like a radio DJ or someone who used to work in the industry and had a couple of copies. It's funny how it's described as a cover version, but it isn't a cover version because, of course, all the words are different. But yes. the music, someone's just copied Hardcastle's um, well, Paul uh, synthesizer bits. Paul bit is listed oh, on this is the track. writer. Ah, oh, maybe it's the exact same backing track. Or then. maybe they just used so enough of it that they had to give him credit. That's funny, isn't it? Uh, so yeah, it's all Roy paid Bremble. for. They paid, him off. they paid him off, so he probably okayed this. He probably thought it was funny do you Well, know what his, I mean? his people probably did yeah and it couldn't have hurt his record sales I guess that much it, his rec- it came out when his record was still in number uh, number one in the charts yeah so so I it's an interesting song in that you say it's part of a very very niche thing that Britain do where it's like novelty songs based on sports stars and sports heroes that was a, that was the era as well as being the era of the novelty song full stop getting yeah. into the charts' isn't it really? it was the it was the beginning and the end for novelty songs where they became bigger when they hit big but they became less and less more common in the charts. Really? I think so. Okay. Because you can easily go back in the 60s and 70s and you look at the wealth of material There's that a load Frankie of it Howard and F- Kenneth Williams and Sid James and all those acts did. Arthur Arthur Mullard, for example. being pumped out all the time, I guess. It yeah, was more acceptable because I think like, entertainment was, more, was still important on the pop charts in the UK. Hence why acts like Cliff Richard probably stuck around longer than they conceivably would have. In any other country. So what happened in the 80s, it starts to be linked to pop cultural elements, yeah. the records. That's when that really, that's when they really took off, Well, didn't that's they? Well, that's why I don't understand, because you got songs about, obviously, Frank Bruno we've covered. What was the other one? We did Darts. No, uh, Frank Bruno, there's Jockey that one, the brat, the, No, that's, that's... I know. It's had to get that in. Uh, the Brat, which is a... John McEnroe. John McEnroe piss take, because there was a famous John McEnroe incident at Wimbledon where he said chalk dust, because yeah. it hit the... Hit the ball. The ball kept, was in. Yeah, I, and, they, and we I can't believe it. Did we cover that record? I think we might have. on this podcast. But anyway, yeah. it's part of the same genre, which I'm going to call sports pop. No, um novelty sports record. Yeah, that's just as fucking catchy, <laughs> isn't it? Well, that's what it is. Qualities, novelty, sports. Call it, if we call it NSR, it sounds cooler. Okay, we've got that latest NSR track. Oh it, my god, it's so it's amazing! About the, the England football squad because there's a difference, isn't there? Football squads releasing songs isn't the same that as suits, some. That's art. to commemorate or sort of celebrate yeah. a, a tournament. So but these, this is pure, purely taking the piss about out of how bad Britain did oh, sorry England yeah. have done against Australia because isn't it? again it's kind of taken the same form of the Hardcastle song but what they've done is they've replaced it with impressionists or the impressionists doing voices of the awful like the, the comparing England's horrible appearance at the cricket world whatever to Vietnam yeah I guess but he's basically gives Rory Bremner a palette in which to do all of these um, commentators who were famous at the time, I guess. And he became kind of We didn't recognise, we listened to the whole thing, both sides, and we didn't... No, they couldn't tell anyone. I mean, we could get the vague, we we understood the the joke, because we kind of heard those cricket voices. They're still kind of prevalent in commentary, but I couldn't tell you specifics. This is on WEA, I reckon it was probably released on the same label as... Um, the original Oh, I couldn't tell you that. I reckon that's I probably couldn't true. couldn't tell you that. No, and neither are you interested in that. But the flip we should just discuss briefly. Yeah. Before we move Seems on. Seems like course. it's just more the same. It is called Second Innings, which <laughs> I kind of I kind of like uh, B-sides that make light of the fact that they're a B-side. The yeah. most famous example being the B-side of Ice Could Be So Good For You, the minded theme tune. Yeah. Uh, the B-side being it does called It Doesn't Really Matter. Yeah, true. But is not that some kind of weird ballad? Yeah. It's not very good. Yeah. This reeks of, Rory, before you go, you've got to do a B-side. You've got to do a B-side? <laughs> yeah, you got to do the B-side. What's a B- what do you mean B-side? What's a What's a B-side? Well, because a, a, a single has two sides. The A is your main single and the B is just, you know, supplemental. Have you got anything else? Oh, I could just do more voices. Yeah, he just does the voices. So I reckon they didn't even discuss it. Amusing as that was, Paul. Thank I you. I don't think they did discuss it with him because he obviously just sat there and just did a load of shit not even with the music and then yeah well, they could have they to be fair they could have made that without his direct involvement whereas they could like have, that's what i mean we've yeah. got 20 or 30 more lines from you we could just stick it on a sim- similar dub yeah exactly however undercutting that point yeah. is the cover photograph which he obviously got in got dressed up in cricket stuff and jumped Very in the young. air for. Because that's yeah. Bremner. That's a young Bremner on the cover, isn't it? It is. And look, all the boards say 19, 19 overs, so 19 So they had to organise that. He probably 19. said, no, please, could you make it say 19? They said, no, who are you? Who are you? Because no one knew he was then. They probably went, get off this fucking cricket pitch. Go, no, I'm making a record. And um, then he said, oh, is it tea time? Probably tea time. Thank you for eh, that. Very witty, Eli. You... <laughs> Just... uh, oval records. There well you go. Well, yeah. Now if these come up again, will the uh, will any other NSR Is it or a novelty sports records or a platter to you? I don't like it. And you know what? It's the quick turnaround. It just I we've racked our brains. We can't think of a sort of cash-in record. It's a cash-in novelty sports record. Well, it okay, forget the sport. It's it's weird to have a novelty song in the chart at the same time as a hit that's still doing well, yes. and I know there have been examples of that since then. But yeah. I I can't right now think of example of a spoof or a copycat song that's come out whilst the song is still successful in the charts and had some kind of impact. Eat it by uh, by Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, did that come out while Beat It was still in the charts? I wonder, though, because want... it did seem like no, it would have been very quick. close. I yes. don't know. But in terms of like that that would have been before then anyway, right? Before but I mean this. there's some craft to this. Obviously Remno's has talent. I mean it but it is a cash in in a way, you yeah, know, it's, it's pure novelty. I isn't mean, it? the equivalent of this is if like a song's popular or there's a news, and then you go to YouTube and someone's done a spoof on YouTube, you yeah. know, and it gets to half a million downloads, and like that's the same can of impact. But also, it that song 19, I'm sure that wasn't the only spoof or novelty spin off of that song 19. No, there's probably been a few spoofs, probably ways. Roland Rat did a fucking yeah. version or something. No, no, no 19, Yeah, you know what I mean? Nine, no, yeah, uh, I've got 19 rep fans, you know <laughs> what I mean? I bet there are several. Because some of these um, these sports... There are rats in Vietnam! Yeah, exactly. I bet there was. Everyone did. It was just like the Shaft theme, or there's these songs that sort of come out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That get they They parodied. jump on bandwagons yes. pretty quickly, but then they are forgotten about. No one talks about the commentators when they talk about 19. I know, but I think the reason this record has been utterly forgotten is because it's specific to a sporting competition that was going on at that point. You it's know a very what I mean? nerdy kind of record. Yeah. Yes. So I bet maybe in cricket circles, people giggle about yeah. this every once in a while. They go yeah. like, oh, do you remember? And maybe. a lot of people say, no. The I, other I thing is, I can see how a, a radio DJ would think, yeah, that's cool. We'll put that on. That would be a bit of a laugh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe they've but... played 19 earlier in the show or whatever. And it's but, See what I mean? Yeah. But it launched his career. So, you know, it did something eventually. So... I'm going to call it a splatter too because, again, it does not it, it's not fun, it doesn't, it doesn't even have a bad quality. And there's, the jokes don't really hit after the, all this time, do they? You tune out. You yeah. know, after the novelty of the joke of it being done in the first, what, minute. Yes, it's kind of like... Uh, yeah. it's, oh, it's, 19 as in 19 not out. And okay, then he's going to say yeah. a bunch of things that cricket commentators would have said. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Next track, it's Will Powers with a track called Kissing with Confidence. And guess what, it sounds like this... A sharp dresser, you may be a fantastic dancer, you may be a lively conversationalist. But what happens at the end of the evening when the time comes to show how you feel? Unless you can kiss with confidence, all your fancy dressing, dancing, and talking won't get you a second date. I really like this, and I when you when we talked about it a while ago, I, we forgot about it, and I'm glad we're talking about it today uh, because I'd like to get the whole album that this is based on. The album has this, is called, has this come up? Is that what you're saying, Paul? This we've talked come up about before? it. We've yeah. talked about it outside of the podcast uh, what, in outside? the real world. No, not no. outside the podcast, but in real you mean world. Like another layer up. There's like, another do layer up. You know when up. we have like conversations where you don't call me a cunt and I don't call you a fat troll for ages, and we just talk and it's troll. nice. Yeah, troll. Well, that's not really nice, is it? No, but you know, I don't say that in real life, do I? Only within the parameters of this podcast do I think you're repulsive to look at. In the <laughs> real world, you're just mildly off-putting. Oh, fuck your mum! No, I mean, not really. You you say that a lot. I don't. I just... And you talk about her putting things in ovens. Oh, do you want me to hook you up with me mum? No, <laughs> you know, no, I just want footage. You could do a bit of excitement. I just want fully clothed mate, footage. She's just had operation on her hand for carpal tunnel, so she's back in action, mate. You'll be fine. Oh, you left-handed warrior! I think I might need carpal that. tunnel surgery. Yeah, good. Where did it hurt? In her hands. She said it was hard to move them. She had pins and needles all the time. Oh, I've got so that. she's had an operation now, and now she can move her hands and fingers and feel stuff. Yeah. You and your mum will get on fine. Do you want to kiss her? No. Do you want to kiss me? You uh, want to kiss my mum? Let's bum? just make an edit. Point no, here. I'm not. No. This is going all in. No. you dirty mum right. botherer. Paul, do you want me to tell you what what I would like vis-a-vis your mum? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you want me to let it. you know
0: okay, yeah this is all i want go footage on. i've got nothing to do with it right footage i'm not there footage <laughs> i'm I'm. i'm nowhere near this you be. get footage yeah fully clothed fully clothed i can't emphasize this enough you could have collars up Fuck me, This not is in like 19 flesh. i've tuned out masked now. balaclavas if you like yeah not that that's part of my thing right but it could have balaclavas I just have to know it's your mum. You just have to assure me it is your mum in the footage. You need some proof of her like, putting it on first or something. Maybe, yeah, Yeah. maybe. Like a couple of, like, Polaroids of it going, then, then, taking the picture. There are large vegetables. How many? Perhaps a watermelon. Three, maybe three. Watermelon's a fruit, though, isn't it? Are you going to keep the vegetables? Cucumber's not a proper vegetable, either. Marrows, just three small marrows. What about kumquat, eggplant? That's a fruit plant. It's a fruit plant. A kumquat is a fruit. Right. Right. Not okay. a cumquat. Don't get your mind out of the gutter. Where are you on spuds? <laughs> Sweet potato? Yeah, fine. Yeah. Large one. I like a, like a large baking potato. Like you know? the size one of a small of those... kitten. Yeah. yeah. A proper kitten-sized baking potato. Right. Dry. Yes. All three vegetable items dry. Dry, Doesn't yeah. matter what they are, Paul, but they're dry, yeah? We're really going to dedicate this much time to the podcast want, to this fantasy the... of yours. I do not want any sprinkles spray sprays no any, be no like, olive glisten, oils or no, like, salt spr- sprinkles don't none of that fake nothing. sweat stuff do not oil these vegetables i can't emphasize that enough do not dampen or oil these vegetables before the insertion mummy's yes? getting impatient tell mummy what to do what's mummy gonna do she just puts them in the oven that's all in what way with gloves on is the oven on nah so it's cold doesn't matter. It's a cold oven. I don't care about the So estates. my mum and a balaclava mask is putting three vegetables of your choice into a cold oven. Yes. And what are you getting out Could of this? Could one Where of them be you? a watermelon? No. Dry, a dry watermelon. Watermelons only go in fridges. Half a watermelon? No. A quarter of a watermelon? Not a quarter of a watermelon. <laughs> no. There is no watermelon going in the oven. <laughs> my mom has specifically said, "You know what? I'm going to take this to HR because." Oh, can I come up with the... you? No. Can I come on, I'll come with you. No. Let me say my piece. No. I'm gonna go all by myself. All right, bye. Wanker he is. Fucking gun up there. Door sound effect. Hello, Paul. Hiya, Paul. He's up to no good again. What's he saying? Well, he's saying something about my mum. It's. I find it kind of out of. It's not. It's not tasteful and it's inappropriate within the confines of my work environment. All right. Send Eli up. All right. Eli. Paul wants to see you. Paul wants to see you. Uh, uh, sit down, Mister Silverman. I'm here, am I? Yeah. I didn't go up the stairs. Yeah, it's implied. Right. <laughs> so, uh, we've had a lot of complaints about you recently. What? What's the problem? Behaviour, illusions of what you'd like to do to Why, why should mother. I listen to this? And you didn't help me with the cold opening. I don't even think you're I, real. It's not, I don't it's believe not you're real. This is the real podcast. Office. I don't think I'm in the... La, la, la. I am dreaming. You are in my mind. Who's this? It's word counter boy, Jimmy Bob. He's here, and he's come out of the cupboard. Oh, hello, Word counter, Jimmy Boy, John. You, Paul, HR, I've got something to say to you. I will count your words. This is getting out of hand. Paul. Five, two. Uh, Paul, can you hold my calls, please? Five, seven. Yes, I'll hold your calls, Paul. Right, we We've got a real problem here. Can you get the police? Because he's obviously lost his mind. And we're going to need to wrestle him to the ground. Five. Paul and Paul, the bouncers, can you come in? Yes. That was seven. Yes, yes, yes. All right, Paul's coming. Five, three. Don't fuck off. I'm not counting my gym. Stop this. Shall I go? All right, I'll go back in the cupboard. Bye. There he goes. He's boy Jim. He's won. Eli, <laughs> we're all friends here. If you're having an episode and I you am. need psychiatric help or some kind of assistance, please reach out. But you're just racking up error and after error. Okay, I'm sorry. Now, can you go back to the podcast and just... Try and be a bit more behaved. I'll go downstairs, yeah. Word counter boy, Jimmy Bob. This is already 24 (laughs) minutes of the segment, and I'm already concerned that I'm going to cut this out. (laughs) Please cut it out, please. Right. Will Powers. Will Powers. So, I like that track. For context, I didn't know anything about Will Powers. I have heard this song vaguely in the past before. Can't remember where, but it... Well, it was a minor hit, again, here in Britain, wasn't it? 83, reached number 17. And I was in the charts for just a few weeks. It's interesting because I hadn't heard of Will Powers when I looked into it. There is no such person as Will Powers. Will Powers is actually someone called Lynn Goldsmith. She was born in 1948. She's an American recording artist, film director, and celebrity portrait photographer. And she's done over 100 album covers. She's worked with, like, bloody tons of people. And one year in 83, she went, I'm going to release a comedy satire 80s dance Disco So that makes thing. me think she would she had connections or maybe even was owed favours by some of the people because there's some very big names in the music industry who at the time who appear on this record, aren't there, Paul? Yes. We'll get into that in a minute, but Will Powers apparently came into existence in eighty-three, was signed to Island Records and released an album called Dancing for Mental Health. And the idea behind the album is it's twelve tracks, I think, of spoof, self-help. That's exactly what it is, but that is the spoken word element is spoof self help, but there are quite quite uh, intricate backing tracks, yes, aren't there, and sort of songs underneath. So every track is kind of like a slightly weirder, odd take on self-help bullshit, which in the 80s was becoming a great big marketing thing. It was like everyone was getting involved in it. Yes. Uh, But those records exist from like the late 70s onwards, don't they? They're sort of self-help records. Albums are coming out. I mean, self-help started back in the 40s. You can trace it back. We've got... In terms of literature, self-help books and stuff. Do you know what I mean? We've got platters awaiting our attention, which are self-help singles. Yes. Uh, which we have to get so to. So it some is a point. big genre on on record, isn't it? So and so she's but she's kind of parodying a kind of fifties voiceover sort of style, mm, kind of. But you can documentary, smell. you know, like Reefer Madness sort of maybe. But I also kind of it feels like. A lot of the 80s shit you were probably seeing at the time, the kind of almost tele-evangelist-style self-help gurus who were all big and brassy with would of say pointless sort shit. Sort of like, yeah. yeah, promising enlightenment or whatever, yeah. Like, for instance, in some of the tracks, especially the one we just listened to, there's they give a, a few lists here of uh, affirmations that are put into the song. Such of course. As, this is my favourite one because it fucking makes me angry, right? Your problem is a gift you help to change. Fuck off! <laughs> yeah, well, it's... It's kind of satirising that empty platitudes what about this prince, one, isn't it? The greater your problem, the greater your opportunity. Yeah. Act the way you want to feel. If you want to be happy, start now. Yeah, exactly. It's be the change you want to see. It's all of this. If you want yeah. to stroke your throbber, yeah. start it like a jobber. Or something, if, I if, don't know. If your chodney has a bod off, <laughs> get the spod and chop it off. off. <laughs> I don't know. If your chodney has a bor off... Spot it up and trod your mod off. If you fear your problem, let your problem fear you. So it is a sort of satire of that, but it, it doesn't feel like a very toothsome satire or, or what sharp. Do you, you see what it I mean? What's who the target? It's what I find strange about this. Well, it's art Is it isn't consumerism it? it's attacking? Yeah. Sort of, yeah, but it's not like... Sh- because you know, know that, what I mean? 83, we're heading into the decade of excess, right? Excess consumerism. Going Greed out. is good, yes. all that kind of stuff. Marketing, branding, becoming more part of the home life. Yes. It was used to be on the fringes, and now it's like you've got brands and video games and movies and all toys and all sorts. Homes became chock full with yes. things that improved your life, even if they didn't actually improve your life. So it's using self-help as a sort of way of saying consumerism is this kind of false... It, in, like, it, in false help, it doesn't really help. No. Uh, but it's also about the self. Like you should be selfish. Well, and that, you know what else? This, it, it's a very postmodern. Sort of sounding yeah. record, isn't it? Yeah. So it reminds me of things like um, Max Headroom and The Art of Noise and things that use yeah. early sample yeah, yeah, culture yeah. because it's using. It's using a sort of something that you wouldn't expect on a music record. Yes. Uh, a spoken word sort of thing yeah. you wouldn't expect on a music record. Similar to 19. That's what I was getting to. Yeah, which yes. is why so, there's a correlation with these two tracks. Yeah, but then later in the decade, of course, when hip hop starts to come across, you've got sampling, proper sampling. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? But um, it's, it's in that sort of early stages of that kind of thing. Well, it's that more sort of cross referential, sort of postmodern. For me, it's thing. like with yeah. hip hop, they're using the music to kind of give you signifiers of how you're meant to feel about the song at this point. Yes. So you know what I mean? Like they drop them in so you kind of have recognitions and things oh, yeah. and there's yeah, a reference exactly. that you yeah. get and there's a... yeah. We talk about Paul's Boutique and how it's laid with fucking hundreds and hundreds of samples yes. and things like that. This isn't actually sampling stuff. But no, this is more like art yes. than it is the way sampling is used in hip hop. Yes, absolutely. It's and more it is... emotive in hip hop but it's more kind of intellectual yes. in things like this. And you could say... Slightly pretentious, yeah. Um, so that brings me to the point as well that she obviously it's like a vanity project. It's a weird novelty vanity art project. She mortgaged her house, remortgaged her house to fund this project herself, and she got all her friends from the rock industry yes, to help but her. But that doesn't mean just because you you know you spend money on something doesn't make it not a vanity project, no, does it? Do you true. see what I mean? But what my point is is like yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you, but at the yeah. same time, it's not like it's a vanity project where she used other people's money or other people's kind of whatever to. It feels like it's something that she was. Passionate about and what yes, to do. Of course. I'm not I'm not denying that at all. And it's not and it is kind of The whole um, album is novelty. It's professionally put together in terms of the production and the, the music. And well, so we're coming to that. Yeah. Here's the people who helped out on this album. She called in a bunch of favors, and people who helped produce and write these songs include such as Todd Runyon, Steve Winwood, Sting. Sting helped write the opening track, which was called Adventures and Success, and it's got some weird disco hook thing. Right, it's and Nile uh, Nile Rogers of Chic yeah. was also involved, wasn't he? Yeah, Just Carly Simon, discos. who is the female vocalist you hear in that on song. this track, uncredited though, but that is her. Will also thanks people such as Meatloaf, David Sanborn, Steve Stanley, Griffin dunn the actor, Karen Allen, Warren Beatty, Glenn Close, Ian Hunter. Well, these are the people she's f- photographed, obviously. Yeah, but maybe they've helped in some way or they lend their voice That's to what a I clip mean. or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it sounds like a Vanity Project also in that she's sort of calling in favors or exploiting her connections in the showbiz world to get this album yeah. made. And it's on a big label, Island, and a lot of those people are on Island. Winwood I'm sure was on Island as well. So these all there's a sort of connection I would wouldn't be surprised if there was some connection with the actual label. Right. Uh-huh. So it says here, uh, the 1983 album called Dancing for Mental Health used affirmations set to music to poke fun at the self-help entrepreneurs who, quote, build the listener's inner self and encourage personal growth through the thought that anything is possible, end quote. Will Powers is portrayed by Goldsmith during some spoken word segments as well in the song segments. Her voice is shifted downwards in pitch to sound male. And then it says, like, people yes. like I was, I, That's what I said. I said, that's her yeah. doing the voiceover. She, she does that. those bits. And then anything more singy probably ropes in Carly Simon for a whoever, track or two. Yeah but it's great. Carly Simon can, can sing, obviously, yeah. can't she? So what's interesting to me as well is it's like um oh, I don't know what I was gonna say now. <laughs> <laughs> don't leave that in. What's please. interesting? It's very redolent of the kind of sort of it's like pop art. Yeah. Postmodern pop art that was around in that era. Do you know what I mean? Did did Malcolm what's his name who did Oh, the Sex Pistols manager who Malcolm released the song. Malcolm McLaren. When did he release his hit? Yeah, that weird record. Butterfly Song or whatever yes. it's called. Isn't that a bit like this? Yes. Do you see what I'm getting at? It's a Art sort of house. post-modern sort of, not mash-up isn't the word because that's a real thing, but yeah. a sort of cross-genre cross, cross genre sort of weird mixes of different formats and genres. Yeah, because he That was he happening at the time. Of... This experimentation was yeah. becoming more mainstream. This. I guess and what I'm saying is, and it was those kind of... The mainstreaming of that kind of more experimental stuff that led to that. Well, it's a boomer thing. Think about it. Boomer was the first yeah. kind of generation that properly started bringing in their influences into their art, and so famously, you look at Indiana Jones, and it's like they look at the serials of the 30s and 40s and how they were structured and the heroes. So everything in the 80s became about celebrating the things that were popular in their youth and making it modern. So yes, him and these arts, she's like bringing the same kind of thing in. Those it's like, references, I'm those t- references from the 50s yeah. and all the uh, the consumer yeah, yeah, yeah. culture of before, art of noise which was is a doing postmodern that. thing. That self-reference and the repetition is a sort of thing. But you that didn't fall. really start to happen to this extent until the 80s, yeah. did it? Because the 70s was like, this is the culture we have now is the new is what's in. But the 80s mean? were very busy about making the 60s popular again yes. in the 50s. But, to, to but look, to say where we that are now. actually the 70s did look back to the 50s, didn't it? But it wasn't to the same extent as how the 80s got. And look where we are now in terms of it's, everything's about old shit yeah, you are familiar all the time, with yeah. because new stuff is frightening, and that's I what can't I mean. Deal with that. That's what I mean. This is sort of part of that trend that leads yeah. leads along the path to now. Do you know what I'm getting at, Paul? Anyway, splatter or platter? I'm going to get this a platter. I like it. I'd like to I get like my hands it. on the album, actually. I like it. It's a terrible copy that I have, the Yeah, 7-inch, unfortunately, great. but you will be able to find it online, of course. Um The flip side... The whole album's all on Spotify. through history, which, again, is another sort of... Looking at history, you know, there's a sort of theme of it's like taking, what has been, what has passed. No, but well, that song is specifically about look at these people from history, what they had to get through. You can do it too. You know, you're as good as Cleopatra or yeah. JFK. And then that's the last thing I'll say. And though. that's obviously satire, but. But it's not satire. It that, is. It, yes, it's satire, but it's not, it doesn't really hit. No, because it's meant to be trite. Everything about it is meant to be trite and predictable and obvious. Yes. So ultimately, you're left with a kind of very acerbic, kind of very flippant piece of work. And it's kind trying to say that nothing means anything anymore sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nothing means anything anymore, Paul. Nothing does. Splatter or platter, you twatter. For the similar reasons you gave, Paul. Yeah. And that's that segment done with. Okay, then. What a lovely splatter platter that was. Two interesting talky songs that I hope you will investigate more at home. Right, I have got an am too sweaty. I've, I've lost all I'm inspiration. I'm too sweaty for this pod. Too sweaty for this pod. Pod's my knots to... have started Here to whiff. Oh, Let me finish my comedy um, no, idea. I've got hairy wanger nuts. <laughs> <Got> hairy <laughs> wanger nuts. They're sweaty, melting nuts. And I'm too sexy for this pod. Cheap Show's done again. Oh, Oh, it's done again. Well, thank you for sharing your time, your precious ear time with us. And to say thank you, we're going to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your ear time. Thank you. Now, if you've enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to see us carry on with this endeavour, you can help us financially if you wish and you can, by going to patreon.com forward slash cheap show. Give what you can, but only if you can. But if you do, you'll get access to the magazine. You'll get access to special videos and clips, depending on the tier that you decide to uh, attach yourself to. But there's loads of goodies out there. Four years worth of stuff to investigate if you want to do a deep dive into lots of extra cheap show content. that you It's all going to be new tier. you. Oh, it's the all old archived on the Patreon tier. Yeah, you can go mm. back. The minute you join it, you just go back and look at all the posts you can from the tier that you've attached yourself to. So, you can go to that, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash cheap show. We have an email if you want to email us about anything you fancy, uh, thecheapshow@gmail.com. show at gmail.com. Uh, the PO box, if you want to send stuff in, maybe your own bespoke price of shite, maybe something for a future BIM bag episode, maybe something foodie to nibble on, you can send it our way. Go to cheap show PO box 1309, Harrow HA1. 9qj that is cheap show p.o box 1309 harrow ha19qj but if you go and oh, i can't remember all that go to our website thecheapshow.co.uk where on that website you'll get links to every episode you'll get links to our patreon to our merch page tony's merch page events physical magazine page it's all there p.o box details and lots of other things besides so one stop shop, thecheapshow.co.uk. I'm on Twitter at Paul Gannon Show. The cheap show is at the cheap show. Pod, and Eli is Eli Snoyd. E L I S N O I D. Is the spelling? Uh, yeah. Hello. And we're on Facebook and Tumblr and Instagram. And we also do a green room as many Sundays as we can from 6pm UK time. If you want to come and chat with us about the episode that's just gone out. That's it, really. That's all the admin. My voice is beginning to go. Can you I hear it? I I could hear it. Can you it. hear it crackling? You should let me say some of that stuff. Yeah, strong. but you can't get stuff out your I mouth can. without going into bing bong gob territory. I'm not going into bing bong. I haven't been anywhere near bing, you've bing been, bong. You've pod. been... To close Chad, to being Long God. Chad, 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 here we go. Chad it's happening again! Pudney Pudney Chadoff. Don't off. you feel embarrassed? Have a little sip of my Pudney Chad off. It comes he's round. He's trying to feed tea to his bear. He's not my bear, he's the show's bear, he's all of our bears. He's the bear of our hearts. He's told me how much he enjoyed supping on your lactating nip nip. Yeah, well and he's lucky. He's been all round you. And now he wants payment. And Mate, he wanted, he's I didn't, used to, he's, in that interval. He used me like a jungle gym, Dirty Bear. I know, he's Dirty always, Dirty he's Bear. Drop and roll. He does, doesn't like, he? He, he, felt he f- attached like a, a limpet crab to my groinals. He treated my colon like a helter skelter. I tell you, he's been up my ring. Like a chimney speak and etc. <laughs> chimney speak. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you everyone. want to say anything actually funny before we sign no, off? I this is going to thing, sure. No, I haven't got Keep it short. Right, let's have a wank. <laughs> Bye everyone. Bye everyone.